Good evening, everyone. My name is Chandra Gore. I am a lens of faith. Tonight is my inaugural episode, episode one, Walking in Your Purpose. This is Thursday night at eight with Lens of Faith. June 7, 2018, I interviewed Shannon Joyful So Little. The interview was entitled The Message from the Messenger, a powerful message about her book, Giving Birth to HIV. Take a listen. Everybody's having a prosperous evening. Um, this is my inaugural show, Thursday night at 8 with Lens of Faith. And tonight, okay, there it goes. There we go. Now cooking with grease. Shannon is getting ready to join the live. While she does that, I am going to go ahead. Greetings, Shannon. Yay. Hello, hello. How are you? <laughs> Hello. So I'm going to go ahead and start my intro and we're going to jump right in right after that. Okay. Welcome to Walking in the This is Thursday night 8 with Men's It's time to discover the gift God has for you. I'm bringing awareness to what God has for you and the purpose behind your pain. If you have passion in your soul and a gift you haven't unleashed, well, 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 let's talk about it. Having served in the United States Army for the last 18 years and continuing to serve the servant leader to inspire, motivate, guide, and assist readily, I'm bringing a contemporary vibe to being happy and living your dream on purpose. Each week, I will introduce you to a life filled with purpose and how that purpose is being used to glorify God, describing the tips, resources, and strategy to set you up for success. So now, let's jump right in and discover the gifts God has for you. Yay! We got Shannon on the line, y'all. We got Shannon on the line. Let me tell y'all a little bit about Shannon Joyful Soul Little. She is the founder of Joyful Soul Treasures Incorporated, an author, motivational speaker, writer, advocate, Army veteran, mother, daughter, supporter, educator, encourager, and life motivator. She began her journey as a country girl in Darlington, South Carolina, as Shannon Smith. The author named Joyful Soul was birthed in March 2017 during a time when she endured a test of faith and loyalty, which changed her life forever. She values life and finds joy even in the lion's den. For 18 years, she has enjoyed the passion of writing poems, short stories, research articles, and venturing towards more. She enjoys writing short stories based on her life. Joyful Soul Treasures Incorporated is a nonprofit organization that raises awareness of social and generational circumstances. Author Joyful Soul provides literature to increase education by using life circumstances to make stories plain to readers. Joyful Soul Treasures Incorporated also partners with local agencies to expand the community outreach of staying current, staying aware, and changing lives. Shannon, how are you this evening? I am great. I am great. I hope you are. I really do. It's okay. always it's always uh, mind blowing to hear my biography read. So. <laughs> uh, I 
see you smiling over there, girl. You know you're doing a lot. You're doing a lot. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm just trying to change the world. That's it. That's cool. Hey, if you're just joining the live line, we have Shannon Joyful Soul Little on the line, and she is going to bless us with her presence this evening. We're going to jump right into the questions. I know everybody down in here answers these questions. <laughs> so, Joyful Soul, you, you got a book out, right? Yes, yes. I have one and out and... <laughs> and more to come. But giving yes. birth to HIV, tell the listening audience what that means and how you came up with such a unique, interesting, but powerful title. Oh, wow. Okay, so I was at a very, very low point after my husband passed away. Um, and I couldn't sleep most nights. I was up to 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. And mm. I was like, okay, I have to release this. I have to write something out. I have to talk about it. So I got tired of explaining what I had already went through. I got tired of explaining my husband's um, HIV positive status, um, letting people know that, hey, you know, I was with this. I was with my husband and I he did have this condition, but it became, you know, painful to continue to explain that to people time after time again. So I got to a point in my life to where I was like, okay, I'm really sick of doing this. And I said, well, I'm just going to write it out. Hopefully I can heal from it. And in writing it out, it it was like three o'clock in the morning and writing it out. I was like, OK, I feel a little bit better. I can sleep now. Mm -hmm. woke, up the, woke up the next morning and someone re someone read it. I let someone else read it and they read it and they said, you need to make a book out of this. And I, I said, what? <laughs> I said, what? And they was like, you know, you need to make a book out of this. And I thought about how bad um, the stigma is with HIV. And I mm -hmm. said, well, OK. I want to shed light on a dead situation. I want to Come shed on. light on is that people, you know, deemed to be a dead um, disease. So Come something on. that people deem to be a death sentence. And mm -hmm. in doing that, I said, well, okay, I'm going to give birth to it. There you go. Cool. In giving birth, I was like, okay, I give birth. I shine light. I bring awareness. I, you know, I bring something new into the world that hasn't been seen before. And one thing that, you know, in giving birth to HIV, you get to see a part of me, a deep part of me that I don't share with everyone. And mm -hmm. I don't share everyone because people tend to use your past against you. And in okay. doing so, I, I allowed, you know, my past to be my stepping stone. Mm hmm. So giving birth to HIV was one of those things to where you say, okay, I think this right here is a powerful enough title. I'm going to leave it there. And I didn't go back. I created five titles that same night. Wow. wow. I, to, to complete the series, I created five titles in order to heal. Ooh, and I, come on. I'm going to do this. I'm going to show this and I'm going to show this to the world. And I've stayed true to that. All right. All right. That's that's powerful, you know, because a lot of people, they're scared to talk about HIV. They are. People don't even want to bring up the words, the letters. Mm -hmm. They don't want to see it at all. You know, but mm -hmm. you are bringing awareness to this deadly disease, which people, you know, think is always deadly. But you can actually live a long time with HIV. 
correct? You can. You can. You can actually live a long, healthy life with HIV. One thing that people need to understand is that you don't die from HIV. You die from HIV complications, which go into full-blown AIDS, the immune system that goes under attack. If you take care of yourself and you actually adhere to the prescriptions and the regimens that they have scheduled for you and planned for you, then you do not die from HIV. All right. I hear that. Now, Joyful Soul, tell us what prompted you to take a deep dive into yourself and share your story with the world from a widow's perspective. It took a lot of, um, I guess it took a lot of fortitude to get to the point of saying, okay, do I still honor my husband? Do I still support my husband? And am I able to tell his story without degrading him? Okay. And I look back on a lot of my writings and I said, okay. I can do this and being being able to say to myself that hey Shannon you are a very creative writer and being able to shed the light on a situation that happened to you you can do it tastefully and that's what happened I was able to you know get to a point in my life where I had, I had suffered enough it was enough pain it was enough going through the you know the cycle going through the trials and it was time to actually, you know, show people that, hey, even though you go through something, you can overcome it. Right. Now, did y'all discuss the, the book while he was still alive or you just waited? No, I didn't come up with the book idea until four years later. So okay. <laughs> four years, uh, three years, because okay. November of last year was when it actually published. So November of last year was when it published. And three years later, it's been four years now. And was was you know a way of coming up with the idea to just write this book and share it to the world to let people know who are HIV positive that not they're not alone. That's that right. Loves them and cares for them. It's about educating. Most you know mo foremost, it is about educating. And a lot of us we just fail to educate. We fail to want to know, you know, yeah. what's going on really. We just rather hide from it. And just bury it. Oh, nobody wants to talk about it. That's HIV. Ooh. You know, people have that stigma about themselves when those three letters come up, HIV or AIDS. Mm -hmm. That's very Tell true. Something um, joyful. So do you feel like you're walking in your purpose right now? I honestly do. I believe that every day I believe that I go through something. I go through situations in order to help someone else heal from it. And I don't believe that things are, you know, damned to me. As in mm -hmm. to put me to a level of not being able to rise back up. I believe that, you know, I go through certain situations and I know that I can rise back up. And I use those situations in order to help others who think that they cannot rise back up from it. That's right. Now, I, I chose a scripture for you. I chose Daniel eight sixteen when I was putting together this, <laughs> this, uh, this show. And Daniel 8.16 says, And I heard a man's voice between the banks of Eli, which called and said, Gabriel, make this man understand the vision. I thought about you when that came to me. And I said, oh, my God, she is trying to make people understand the vision behind what she's doing. Your vi tell us about your vision. Tell, tell us about it. My vision is to help and heal at the same time. So okay. my thing, my thing with raising awareness and being that person who's gone through it is like, okay, I'm going to help myself through healing others. 
and through healing others, it's gonna be it's gonna be to a place of them actually finding peace and finding a level of understanding that they can overcome. Mm-hmm. They can understand it, but they can remember it, and they can That's remember it, but learn from it. So the thing is, with you know, giving birth to HIV and the rest of you know everything else that I want to do in life, I want people to be able to heal while I'm helping them. I want to be able to help and heal at the same time. I still, I'm still in a healing process, and in my vision, in my vision and my purpose and my walk in life, one of the things that I, you know, value the most is that being honest with yourself and being honest with what you hold value, being honest with purpose in life and what you believe that God has in store for you, and actually owning into that path so that you can walk accordingly. All right. A lot of people, we, we, we don't do it. We don't do it. Mm-mm. We don't do I it. Afraid. I fought it. <laughs> I fought it. Yeah. How do you think your experiences with your husband helped to mold your message in your book, Giving Birth to HIV? Knowing that at the end of the day, he was an excellent provider. Okay. When you have a husband who was an excellent provider... You can't deface him. You can't demean him, even beyond death. Um, to death do us part is were some serious words for me. To death do we part, but we didn't part at death because he still right. lives in me. And in doing so and honoring him and, you know, shedding light on things that even he, you know, wanted to share, but couldn't because of the stigma with HIV and the way people view you. Right. Molding, that, molding that image was making sure that, hey, you know, he's still intact. His um, vision is still, you know, lived out. And my children have to see this afterwards. Right. So you, When you're able to understand that what you value and what you hold dear is going to be looked at your children years to pass or That's looked right. at your new generations years to pass. You make sure that you mold it in a way that everybody's able to understand it and get the message. Yeah. Love, now, love is unconditional. Without without giving away too much of your book, I know people are, are, are going to ask you this, but people would have ran for the hills. Their husband came to them and said, I got HIV. They would have ran for the hills. How? What allowed you to stay? We, we got to get to the question. We got to okay. get that that question don't give away a lot of the book because we need y'all to buy giving birth to hiv but we let, let's hear this shannon tell us why you didn't run for the hills see okay so the reason i did not run was because i had just gotten out of an abusive relationship okay getting out of an abusive relationship excuse me you you start to really like you start to rethink your life you start to look back on some things and really start to value certain aspects of the man, of the woman, of the spouse, the you know significant other. And you start to realize, OK, what could I have done to help benefit this situation? What could I have done to help this situation as opposed to shunning it away? And you get to a point in your life and you say, well, okay, everybody else shuns them away because they can't read or because they can't write or because they don't, you know, they don't have, you know, the fortitude to actually go out here and get a job. But how about I help him? Right. How about I help him to understand that we don't have, you know, everything that's perfect. We don't have, you know, everything together, but we can make it. 
together. We can make it by any means and we can make it to a level of understanding in order to get through this together. And it was all about togetherness for me. What about unconditional love? It, it took a lot of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Being, and young people today have no idea the the, okay. <laughs> the no. conditions of unconditional love. They have they have no idea the conditions of unconditional love. And one of the things that you're going to understand about unconditional love is when you go through it with your spouse, when you get to a level of. I need to I need to take a break from this. You isolate yourself not to find comfort in someone else. You isolate yourself to find an understanding within you. Oh, that's deep right there. That's you're not right going to always agree with your husband. You're not going to always agree with what he has to say. You're not going to always agree with whatever circumstances he's put himself into. But you have to learn how to agree with God. You have to right. learn how to agree that he has a greater purpose for your life and that he has a greater meaning behind everything that he does or he allows you to go through. That's right. Conditional love. I, I truly value it because God has done it for me. He has put me in a place to where he could say, okay, Shannon, look here now. I got you. But you I need know. to get straighten up. Like, mm-hmm. I got you. Like, we didn't get here, but you need to straighten up. And unconditional love for me was like, okay, am I valuing people? Am I looking at people? Am I considering people's feelings the way God does? Mm-hmm. Am I loving on them the way God does? Am I giving them a second chance the way God does? Am I able to give them a second chance the way God does? Because if you're not able, then you can't do it. You truly can't. Like I said, when you separate yourself, you really need to take a look within you. Oh, yeah. If you're not able to give a second chance, look at you and see exactly why you're not able. Yeah. A lot of people don't even want to look at giving people second chances, but guess what? They want people to give them grace and mercy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They want grace and mercy, but they don't want to give it. We got to be willing mm-hmm. to give it if we want it. God tells us that in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we got to be willing to give grace too. Now, people be like, I don't want to do that. I wouldn't do that. You don't know what you would do unless you put it in that Unless situation. Yeah. You're very, that's very true. And a lot of people say that, but they don't know what they would do when that situation arises in their lives. Yeah. Now, look, Shannon, I, when I first met you and I saw all this traffic about this and that, I said, this sister is on the ground. She's spreading a message. You are a messenger. Has anybody told you that? I've heard it quite a few times. I, I adore it. I love it every time because as humbling as it, as it is to have that honor or to have that privilege to be such such a thing to someone else in someone else's life, I'm, I'm overwhelmed, truly, because the moment that I published my book and people started to read it, I got the flood of inboxes and people were like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you for writing this. And I started crying. I I really did. I started crying and I get to a point to where I'm nervous or where I feel like, you know, I'm like, like I feel they're like I feel them, like I feel them within me and I feel everything that they're going through and I feel exactly how they feel. And then like I start bawling with emotion. 
and I'm ready to like share their experience with them, even though I don't understand, even though I don't understand, you know, what it is to have my immune system contaminated by anything, you know, even though I don't understand the exact, you know, regimen of taking medications like to that magnitude on a day to day basis, I understand the the amount of grace that you need in order to survive something like that. I understand the amount of oomph or emphasis that it takes in order for you to get up day to day to actually continue this journey. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Star. You still with me, Shannon? Okay. Yes, I'm here. The screen froze for a little bit. Now, now I just called you a messenger. I need you to tell me loud and tell the listening audience loud and clearly what message were you trying to put out when you thought about birth and HIV? Stop hiding. HIV has, has to be public. He has to be something that you talk about at the dinner table. Mm -hmm. HIV has to be something that you tell your children about. Stop hiding it. Because the moment that you hide it, people begin to isolate themselves. When they begin to isolate themselves, they get into a sunken depression. Yeah. They begin to they begin to put other you know, people into that same sunken depression by allowing them to be contaminated with whatever they don't want to share. So understand when I say this, when it comes down to um, people, they they they're shunned and they're put into a place of uh, discomfort to where they don't feel like they have. Okay, we just lost Shannon for a split second. Um, we are going to wait and allow her to rejoin the live. And uh, I hope this has been an impactful conversation thus far. Um, we are with the topic tonight, and we're talking about basically the stigma of HIV. Um, her husband had HIV, and uh, he eventually passed away from HIV. But she's she's a messenger. She is a messenger, and we just dived into Daniel eight sixteen for a split second because that verse actually captivated me when I was diving into the show topic for Shannon. So your purpose Thursday night at eight with Lens of Faith. There she is. Shannon is back on the line with us. Can you hear us, Shannon? You can hear me? Yes, okay. I can. All right, kind of cut out on you. Yes. Um let, let's I, I want to take a little um moment. I got like maybe two more questions for you anyway, but when thinking about um writing your poems, short stories and books what must you be clear about in order to construct a best-selling piece of work, i.e. a poem, book, newspaper, article, what have you? Your mission. Your mission. What, you want, what you want to trade to the audience, what you want the audience to understand, your emphasis, what you're trying to put emphasis on, and exactly how you want them to view it. Um, one of the things that I can say, like in poetry, you know, a lot of people, you know, we get we get lost in metaphors and 
being a metaphoric person, one of the things that, you know, I've seen firsthand is when people, you know, like even with giving birth to HIV, you know, people taking it, you know, kind of like meaning, hey, you know, she had a baby. And <laughs> Whereas when they read the back yeah, of the book, yeah. they're like, oh, Don't you get that away? okay. We need y'all to read that book to find out about that. Don't get that away. Don't get that away. No, I'm not. I'm not. But one of the things that, you know, when you when you truly are in depth into writing something, you need to be clear about your mission. Be clear about exactly what you want to portray to your readers, exactly what you want them to understand and make them feel comfortable. I mean, if you if you put them in a place of like comfort and peace within the first okay. two pages, they're ready to read the entire I gotta book. tell you something. I couldn't put the book down. I got the book and literally read it in two days. I could have read it in one day, but I think I needed to go to sleep. I, I couldn't put that book down. It's a page turner for sure. You are on to something. And if they, tell us about the next book you got coming out. Well, um, the next book talks about, I'm going to give you the last portion of it. It talks about a majestic journey of alcohol abuse from daddy to daughter um, and how we overcame it. Um, it's called Daddy's Soul Tie, and it releases June 17th, next Sunday, <laughs> which, is, which is super awesome, <laughs> which is super awesome. And um, being able to do this portion, oh my goodness, when I say I had uh, some reluctancy in doing this it was some serious reluctancy because i had to truly i could not disagree like i could not um let my let my readers down i truly had to pour in just as much as i did with the first book and in doing that one of the things that i had to do was let go of that's the past. powerful right there 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 what you say <laughs> yeah there's let go of the past. Let go of the past. Girl, it's easy to roll off my tongue, but it took me a I'm while to get it there. Boat. I'm in the same <laughs> To boat. truly let go I'm of the I'm in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, and so in, in understanding that I had to let go of the past, right. I had to be All willing right. to make That's peace with the past. I was able, when I was able to make peace with oh. my past, I was able to pour it into the book. So that others could understand they didn't have to live mm-hmm. live their past for the That's rest of their life. That's powerful, right there. So this and um, th- these right here are some very, 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 very good good topics um, in the in our black community in uh, the world of society today. The way young children are and just how fast they're having That's to grow right. up. It's time to raise awareness. It's time to put them in a place of peace. It's time to give them the tools Amen. that they need in order to survive when it comes down to Amen. living this life right now. Amen. After reading your bio, I could see that you are a very, very, very busy woman, Shannon. You do be following you around on social media as a mother, <laughs> author, motivational speaker. Tell the listening audience what's next for Joyful Soul and where can we connect with you? Joyful Soul um, is going to be in a few different states coming locally. When I finalize some plans, you will find them on my website. And I am listing my website in the comment section below for those who want to 
you know, visit to see upcoming events. And the website is InsideJoyfulSoul.com. And you'll be able to find some of the most recent events that I'll be at. And you're able to join me. Um, I'm looking to connect in a few different uh, Barnes and Noble bookstores um, throughout the east side and one um, in California as well. I had a few offers to come out there. And that's one of the things that, you know, I want to complete the series for before I actually go to California. And the series of Healing in the Horizon, which includes giving birth to HIV. And it also includes um, Daddy Solta um, and a list of others that are coming soon before the end of 2018. You are on the move, honey. I see you. (laughs) I'm so fast. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not as busy as you, but I don't know that. I don't know that. You might got me beat. You might get me. <laughs> I try to do what I can to put everybody else, um, as far as society wise, in a better place in life. Because when you start to pour more into others than you do into yourself, you begin to see Praise healing God manifest. Is there anything I may have missed? Anything you want to add? Yeah. Give us some statistics on HIV at the end. Well, all the statistics that um, the statistics are currently changing. Um, one of uh, the people that I I'm very close with, she does more of the statistics and keeping young adults and um, you know uh, older people who are HIV positive, keeping them aware of the statistics. I kind of let her deal with that portion. Mm-hmm. I deal with the more emotional and spiritual side, letting people know that hey, you know I'm here. You're here. We're still here, even though you have these these issues that you've had to deal with, these generational curses that you've had to deal with. And you can still survive. You can still be okay with life. You can still smile and you can still understand that your purpose is to help someone else through whatever situation. I love you, my sister. I thank you. Appreciate you for agreeing to be my first on my show. I appreciate you. We may have had some technical difficulties, but we just hit them with some power right now. This has been a powerful conversation on something, on a topic that people really don't even want to discuss. Hey, Ashley, thank you for joining the live with us. Shannon, I am so grateful um, for you, sis. And I just want to tell you, keep doing what you're doing. You know, um, weather the storm, whatever you come mm-hmm. up against, just know God, because you, you know, you are spreading a message that people want to hear. And we love hearing from you. You are on a powerhouse journey. And I ask God to grant you the vision to keep moving and to keep forging ahead, spreading God's love and a message that he wants to get out because you are indeed one of his messengers. You are. You are. Anything else you want to add, sis? You are very. Thank you. I actually don't have anything to add. Um, I don't know if there's any questions from the audience, but I don't have anything to add. If there's something that someone wanted me to address and cover, I'm more than happy to if we still have Yeah, actually, we're doing pretty good on time. We actually have about 10 minutes left because um, we started a little late, but our time clock is 
pretty accurate here. If there's any questions, please put your questions in the <laughs> comments. If you are joining the replay, please hashtag replay in the comments just to let me and Shannon know that you did watch the replay. And if you have any questions, Shannon would be more than to address your questions um, at a later time or right now we do have time for a few are there any questions from anyone ashley star i i see that star had information um, star had a question about um how people go they want to more, know more information about hiv one avert is one of the most popular um websites Avert is a very popular website to learn more about HIV. You can also, you know, um, go to the National Centers of Disease Control, Infectious Disease Control, and actually find more um, information. Uh, Google is going to be your best friend when it comes down to HIV because they lay it all out for the plane. Um, scholarly articles, I, I read a lot, so I'm very familiar with scholarly articles and exactly, you know, the benefits of them when it comes down to learning more about HIV. I Are you still you. there, Chandra? Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Yes. So yeah, I can hear you. Google is, is your best when it comes so, to yeah. searching about HIV. Google is my best friend. Google is my best friend when it comes down to researching about HIV. Um, avert um, I guess it's, it, yeah, it's the place to go. Yes, that is a place to go. It's with a T, I think, yeah. It's a place to go for HIV and actually learn a lot more about uh, mm -hmm. the statistics that are current, recent statistics, um, prevention. I mean, in the back of my book, you also get a Stay Current article that talks about how you can actually prevent yourself from um, contracting HIV. You can be with someone who is HIV positive. However, you can also use okay. a medication that they have now to prevent yourself from um, contracting HIV, which is pretty dope, okay. I think, because it does not limit love. Okay. Thank you, Shannon and Chandra. You are very welcome, Star. You are very welcome. <laughs> very very welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Are you this awesome? Been an it's powerhouse, man. I love it. I Star think I'm going to enjoy man. the next nine weeks of this show, y'all. I really enjoyed it. I'm really going to enjoy this. But if you are joining us now, we just concluded our in, my interview with Shannon Little, Shannon Joyful Soul Little, the author of Giving Birth to HIV. And we have just had a wonderful time here on Facebook Live. And I pray that it, this broadcast has been a blessing <laughs> to you in one way, shape, form, or another. Please hit the share button and share this video out to the world. We want to spread a message. Shannon brought the message today as she is a messenger. Um, I want to thank everyone for joining me on this live. If you catch the replay, I greatly appreciate you. Please leave a review in the comments of my Lens of Faith Speaks page. I greatly appreciate you. And we are now going to close out with the outro. God bless you all and have a... Thank you so much for...
the show today. I would like to thank all my followers and listeners for tuning in to today's show. You have been listening to Walking in the Face. I want you like and follow me on Facebook and Lynn the Face. God bless you. God bless you, my sister. Thank you so much for joining me.